Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. of God today. You know, our church has been prophesied over, um, even recently, that the men of God who are gifted in these gifts see our church as a hospital. And what that means is, is every time you walk through this door, you could be broken, you could be hurting, you could be sick, you could be in need of healing, and when you leave, you will leave better than you came because the healer is in the house. Thank you, Jesus. You know, thinking you can predict the future is like thinking you can predict the weather. You might come close, but even the most seasoned meteorologists forecast a sunny day as the storm clouds roll in and then rain. I used to say that nothing surprised me. It was my way of armoring up against the what if, the could be, or the never. I believed myself until I was surprised and even hurt by those that I had trusted. People change. And there are people in your life today that you considered lifers. Those that you thought you could count on to be there for every great moment, every low point, and the odd and end days in between. From one day to the next, everything can change. But I came to tell you today, under the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost, that there is purpose in your pain. Would you worship him for just a moment? As you all well know by now, I refuse to give the enemy of our souls credit for anything. If it's happening to me, it must be happening for me. And so I will worship, I will exalt, and I will magnify the name that is above every name, Jesus. I've heard before from folks that say, you know what, you're just, you just seem happy all the time. You and your sister just seem so happy all the time. You guys just must not go through anything. You must not face any storms. Not so. I've just learned to dance in the rain. Amen. Psalm 34, 15 says, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. You know, the calmest point of the storm is called the eye. It is at the center. And the skies are often clearer right above the eye. And the winds there are relatively light. Somebody hear me today. A storm could be swirling around you. But if your focus is on God, the skies appear clear and I will feel a gentle breeze on my face. So I came to ask you today, where is your focus this morning? As long as my eyes are fixed on Jesus, I will have absolute peace. 
I will not idolize or be distracted by the storm. You know, a storm's going to strip you of some things. It might take away some leaves, it might break a branch or two, and it might even leave a scar. What do I mean by that? Well, don't kid yourself. I'm not unscathed when I go through things. I might dream about that person that hurt me. I might lose sleep. I might get stress in my neck and shoulders over it, or maybe I light my cooktop on fire. True story. Because I'm so stressed out about what I'm going through. And I just happened to forget the butter that I was supposed to be browning, but now I barbecued. We are not unaffected. We are human. We are not impervious to pain. We feel the pain. We feel the hurt. And sometimes deeply. Storms destroy, but my focus dictates my perspective. And just like a tree that is planted by the water, I shall not be moved. Psalm 1-3 says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. That's a promise for us if we stay planted at the feet of Jesus. You know, I follow T.D. Jakes on Instagram, and he said something that really ministered to me, and I kind of want to share a summary of it with you, but he was talking about something along these lines that there are people that come in and out of your life. But he said, if you go, peace be with you. If you return, welcome home. Because you know what? Your presence or your absence doesn't dictate my purpose. Whether you are for me or against me, it doesn't matter. I've got a race to run, and I've got a purpose that is greater than me. I cannot allow myself to be distracted by failed relationships or to ask why. I've got to keep my eyes fixed on the creator of all. He is my true north. And you know what? The more concerned I am with his approval, the less their rejection affects me. The more concerned I am with his approval, the less their rejection affects me. Some of you may be familiar with the story of Job, and you can find it in the book of Job in the Bible, but he was this widely respected man, and he was wealthy, and he had this beautiful family and livestock, and you name it. And even when he went into town, he was sort of respected like royalty. Then in an instant, everything changed. He was stripped of everything, and everything that he held dear was taken away. Everything that he thought he could count on, that he knew was a sure thing in his life, every day when he got up the morning was immediately gone. Even some of his servants were killed. The ones that survived, one servant after another, kept coming and bringing news from different parts of his property, each making his situation and the report of his circumstances more dire than the last. And the Bible records him saying, this is his immediate reply when he got bad news after bad news. Your children are dead. Your livestock were stolen. Your home was destroyed. This is his response, Job 121. And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
we get a hangnail and we're ready to like go sit down and cry in a corner. He lost everything in a matter of seconds. And he said, naked came I into the world and naked I will go. Blessed, blessed, blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, Job's story was this sort of extreme example of losing everything. And still he kept his eyes fixed on Jesus. Still he trusted. Still he magnified the name of the Lord. And if you know the story, you know that after Job had been pushed to his absolute limit and even cursed the day he was born, the Lord restored him and gave him more than he had before. We don't have to deal with half of what Job did. And we let our failed relationships consume our thoughts because we were innocent, because we were misunderstood. Psalm 109, 2 through 5 says, For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful have opened against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. They have also surrounded me with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. In return for my love, they are my accusers, but I give myself to prayer. Thus, they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Well, that about sums it up, doesn't it? You can spend valuable energy and time pouring into people and loving people only in exchange for hatred for your love. You've ever had a relationship that just didn't went awry and it doesn't make sense and you've just loved on them and something got just wonky? But did you ever stop to think that certain people may be moved out of your life for a reason because they can't go where God wants to take you? But some of us choose to keep reliving the same old story, staying in and camping out in the disappointment and the pain. You choose to focus on this one incident that happened and stay there and tell your family about it and tell your friends about it. And every time you get together with somebody, you want to talk about that thing that happened to you. And it's like running on a loop, like watching the same movie scene over and over and over again. And you can finish the actor's lines because you know it so well. Well, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, but how can you expect him to write a new chapter if you won't turn the page? So let it go. Release it to God. Romans 12, 19 says, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. So let it go. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by letting go? Delete that text thread or that DM. Stop rereading it, revisiting it, reliving it. You're only hurting yourself over and over again. And some of you might be like, delete the text thread? I need evidence that that happened. Delete the DM and all the screenshots? I don't think so. Well, if you're a private eye detective in dealing with a crime, please keep the evidence, okay? But otherwise, if you are gathering evidence, you have already decided to fight your own battles. And I don't know about you, but I can't breathe without Jesus. So I certainly do not intend to fight my own battles. 
I don't need proof, I need Jesus. And you know what? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe you need to unfollow them on social media. Oh, yeah, I said it. Because maybe every time you scroll by their face, you are reminded of the same old painful story. Unfollow or mute. That's a great feature if you can't let them know you're not following them anymore. Mute. Hide them from your feed, right? Let go and let God. Psalm 85.13 says, Righteousness will go before him and shall make his footsteps our pathway. I can't be so put off or distracted by them over there if I'm keeping my eyes on Jesus and following in the footsteps of righteousness. 2 Kings 6.16 says, So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. They that are with us are more than they that are with them, but I'm lonely. They that are with us are more than they that are with them. But my closest friends deserted me. They that are with us are more than they that are with them. My family betrayed me. They that are with us are more than they that are with them. And let's get one thing perfectly clear. I am so grateful for the angels of God that that scripture speaks of that offer protection and peace. But I am most excited by the fact that Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, is the author and finisher of my faith. He is my God, my shepherd, my king, my friend, my father, and my protector, my savior, my breath, my sunshine, my all in all. And make no mistake, as long as I have Jesus, I have everything. As long as I have Jesus, I have everything. Stop counting what you don't have and start counting what you do. And as I've told you before, hold everything with an open palm. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed. But he never takes away without restoring in full and giving you more than what you had before. Family of God, I've come to tell you today that there is purpose in your pain. There's a message in your mess. And pain is painful. Don't get me wrong. It's no fun for anybody, and sometimes it's hard to see or understand in the moment. But in time, God will reveal the why, and if you let him, he will use the pain for his mighty purpose in your life and the lives of others around you through your testimony. God bless you. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.